Today on Gamerhead Radio, we talk about toys for Bob, the fact that there should be a Funko Pop game, and we talk about a bunch of random made-up bollocks. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Hello and welcome to Gamerhead Radio. I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a. Fallon Flynn. I'm Goat. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that. And I am Charlie. Uh, the, uh, I'm the, uh, uh, Charlie uh, Chuckles Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. That is a shout out to any of my uh, friends from Pony. You Cider caved. Fest. You You're fucking listening. caved. I, 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 did, I, I, did you I cave? Have, I have. Or did they just mass mutiny you? Yeah, a little bit of both, really. Um, it was peer <laughs> pressure. I'm not going to lie. Um, Does that mean we can start calling you Chuckles, too? Oh, God. <laughs> See? This no, is no, what no, happens no. when you cave. Hey, John, I'm taking the high road. You are now CT. What? What? Chuckles Chuckatronicorn. Oh. CT. Chuckatronicorn. <laughs> Chuckles Tronicorn. Truck your what? That, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> that sounds like a transformer that really didn't get off the paper. It's true. Oh, that's sad. Well, it transforms into a pony. Yes. That's right. From a truck. That's true. <laughs> that was admirable. Admirable. Uh, that was the most depressing introduction I've ever heard you give. We're going to start calling you Eeyore. <laughs> You're not goat anymore. You're donkey, but not Shrek donkey. Goat donkey. This is getting really fucking complicated. So, we'll anyways, go- all right. So we'll just call me goat ass and move on. That's right. Goat ass. Oof. <laughs> not better. Somehow it's worse. This is a hell of a start to the show. My God, what have we done? Welcome, new listeners. I'm <laughs> yes, sorry. Yes. If, you, if this is your first time listening to the show, this is what it's like all the time. <laughs> this is why we get the explicit next to our name. <laughs> that because we talk about mm, goat ass. Um. <laughs> Let's let's move on, uh, gentlemen. How was your week? Busy, busy. busy. Yeah, yeah. Goat. I uh, I house sat, so not as busy. Right on. Um, I I busy busy. Same thing as Charlie, man. I got, <laughs> um, it was schoolwork, man. Nothing but schoolwork this week, and and I feel like I don't want to say that every week on the show, but that I have a feeling for the next like mm, like. Five and a half, six weeks. That's going to be what it is. Um, I respect what you're doing, but also at the same time, uh, it's your fault. It is. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to file it under whose stupid idea was this, but you know. It, yours. Um, what did you do this week, Charlie? I mean, I've, I, I, I organized three different My Little Pony cons is what I did this week. Um, and uh, yeah, that that's... Oh, and I changed my brakes today. That was... The opposite of fun. I hated every moment of it. Oh Painful. no, it was fun Painful. for us watching. <laughs> I've I've heard Charlie lean over to pick things up three times this evening, and every single time it's the uh, old man lean. That's true. Um, yeah, because yeah, I, I I I I I consider myself a relatively frugal person. If I see an opportunity to save some money, I will. And I've changed my brakes before. I mean, like changing like regular you know rotor and pad brakes is like really easy when you understand what to do. What what what's funny? Disc brakes. They're disc brakes. So, so as you've just learned, I'm not a car guy. It's <laughs> amazing. I got the rotor to pad brakes, old man. There we easy go. there, Forza. But, but there's rotors and there's pads. They're so called like, disc brakes. The entire unit's a disc brake. Christ. Anywho, <laughs> so I changed my rotor and pad brakes. Yeah. <laughs> <On his> Shinmu. <laughs> 
Oh, oh I said it backwards. Yeah, you, you said it right. You said it the right way. I have that recorded. Gonna that's going to be no, in the podcast. That that's going to in the that, no, you're have to in the podcast. That was an honest mistake. I'm, was, I'm sorry. Freudian John. slip is what it was. I'm sorry, John. That's, that's perfectly uh, okay. So you were changing your uh, your your rotor and pad brakes. Yes, yes um, on your. Uh, <laughs> And um, it, it was just all fine, and I decided to periscope the event because why not? I don't know. I don't know why either, but... Um, yeah, periscope. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And um, yeah, which normally is fine, um, except uh, screw rust um, and uh, screw my back because that was not a wise idea. Um, aside from that, <clears throat> that's... Um, that's I didn't really do anything else notable this week. <laughs> Two weeks of crippling back trauma in a row. Sad yeah. times. Both both times my fault, yet both events completely different. One is a small child and one is auto maintenance. Mm. Mm. Charlie, uh, what's coming out this week? So on November 22nd, we have uh, FIFA 16 coming out on the PS3, the PS4, the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, and the PC. Screw you, Mac. Uh, Blood Bowl <laughs> 2 coming out on the PC, the PS4, <laughs> and the Wait. Xbox One. <laughs> Did you just... <laughs> Insinuate that soccer hates Mac. Uh, well, FIFA 16 specifically. Really, hates. you could probably just say that for this entire list because chances are, uh, that's true. That is true. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the Book of Unwritten Tales 2 on the PS4 and the Xbox One retail. Uh, apparently, all the unwritten tales didn't fit in the first book. Um, Afro Samurai 2 Revenge of Kuma Volume 1 on the PSV and... Uh, what did I just say? The PC and the PS4. Uh, Laser Life on the PC, then the PS4. Pumped BMX Plus on the PC, the PS3, the PS4, and the Vita. Uh, Soma on the PC and the PS4. Yes, sir. No, no. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Battle Trivia Knockout on the PS4. Heroes of Loot on the Vita. And Rally Copters on the PS4 and the Vita. Uh, Which is apparently a cross-buy, so hurry for cross-buy. On September 23rd, Extreme Exorcism on the Wii U. (laughs) What? Whoa! On the Wii U? (laughs) (laughs) And the Xbox One, the PC, the PS3, and the PS4. We left turn there. Still, though, Extreme Exorcism? what it's called man i, I don't Jesus. i don't make their name the games i just i wonder and, what uh, the second screen's gonna be on that <laughs> and uh finally gentlemen the long long wait is over goat i know that you are going to be um well i'm sure your party and confetti cannons are at the ready mm-hmm. drum roll for me to announce that final fantasy 5 is finally getting a release on the pc what <laughs> crickets man uh, wait, because why not what Graphical overhaul. I know it's Square Enix and it's not <laughs> nothing new. I get that, but five? Like we've skipped five. We've released everything else, including like the games nobody knew about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. How do we skip five? I, I don't have an answer. Better for late that. than ever, eh? <clears throat> and no. uh, on September 25th, uh, Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer is coming on the 3DS. They gave that guy a fucking interior design major. Uh, apparently. Oh God. Uh, Grand Ages <laughs> Medieval is coming out on Windows. And then the 27th, Lego Dimensions is coming out for everything. And everybody's bank goes down. Yeah, <laughs> including mine. I'm actually, uh, I've got this one on pre-order. I'm getting, uh, but it's coming out on the PS3, the PS4, the Xbox Series 60, the Xbox One, and the Wii U. But not the Mac. Uh, not the, Fuck none the of Mac. these games, nothing. That's um, what I was saying. Yeah. Whole list, man. Yep. Yep. yep Kaput. Yep. That's true. Um, Mac users are too busy being productive. <laughs> Dang artisty types. <laughs> Um, with their pencils, but yeah, those are our releases for the uh, for the coming week. And not um, a bad list. Are you uh, are you guys looking forward to anything on here? 
Uh, Lego Dimension sounds interesting. Are, but you, I, are you picking it up? I'm not going to pick it up. I'm going to wait and hear what you have to say about it first because I'm not. It's not that I I don't want it to be good. It's that I don't want to. I don't want to spend uh, sixty bucks on a game that just may not be. May not be. I don't know. Maybe it'll be good, but we'll see. I have faith based on everything that Lego has put out so far, sure. and just based on the trailers. Like their trailers have been so good. I mean, in equal parts of just being just well done and like very much catering to the, the you know the demographic and everything between that and just making it look like the game is just going to be a heck of a lot of fun. They just need to make a game that looks like the Lego movie, and I'll buy that. That's it. Well, there is a Lego movie game. game. No, not that one. I want, <laughs> I want something else other than that one. That's a movie. That's still a movie license, and we know how that story yeah. ends. That's true. See, I'm holding off on the dimensions. Like, I hope it's great, but I've gone down the Skylanders road, and uh, I, I know how deep that trench is, <laughs> yeah. and I'll wait till it's on sale. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, no, um, I've got my uh, my sets on on pre order from Best Buy um, because uh, hooray for Gamers Club Unlocked and um, my bet my best my Best Buy Elite uh, Elite membership and all that fun stuff. Get um, the extras too. Um, so I, I ordered the main pack, and then I ordered the portal level pack so the way that they're doing it is they've got they've got their single uh they've got their character packs they've got their adventure they've got three different pack types i forget what they are but only one of the three types are level packs that actually come with additional levels and like actual gameplay stuff Hmm. the other is just Ah. add characters and just like you know just the figures you can put in the game whatever they are vehicles Mm -hmm. or whatever um the um, so I'm getting the the portal one because I mean, portal. I mean, how do, you don't say no to portal. I I don't say no to portal. So uh, so yeah, um, but yeah, it's gonna be a good time. But um, but yeah, no, I think um, even with the um, even like the portal pack, I get the the twenty percent off new releases on the portal pack. You know, awesome. on, on the on the expansion stuff through Best Buy. So uh, so yeah, yeah, Best Buy for. Undermining it's, GameStop and slowly chipping away at that mountain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. the, my membership has already, pay, already paid for itself. No. Yeah. Times I've already and, paid mine off. Yep. Eight, I think two games or something. Yep. yep. Three game. Two games and some accessories. The only yeah. thing that sucks about this particular release is because it's coming out on Sunday and no mail on Sunday. Of course, um, I'm picking mine up from a local Best Buy. So ah, yes, because yes. Because I don't want to wait till Monday because I'm impatient. I don't believe. And I want to be able to talk about it in the next week's show. So yeah, understandably so. So so yeah, that's uh, those those are the releases. So then uh, let's talk about what we played this week, guys, or maybe what we didn't play, <laughs> depending on our weeks. Charlie, uh, well, I'll get mine out of the way. Nothing, literally, absolutely nothing. Didn't touch a game controller all week. And it's insert at- prices right fail horns here. Uh, I, I, I will. I, I have made a note to do <laughs> just that. Of course, you have. Wonderful. Um, yeah, um, it's it saddens me, but yeah, nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, I, I will say I picked up Rare Replay because Best Buy had it on sale for like sixteen dollars, um, or at least that's what it was for me with my with my my discounts. And I so, love that. I didn't play anything, but I bought a game <laughs> and I looked at it and I Whoa. thought about it real hard. Hold on, no, 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 no. I didn't buy a game. I bought thirty games. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, though, you could say you've probably played at least half of the games in that library. So. I mean, in the past, yes. That's what I'm saying, at one point. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's uh, true, yeah. that's true. What about you, Goat? What did you do this week? Uh, I house set, so I had a PS4 at my, uh, at my ready. Oh. And uh, as usually when I house sit, I'm like, go, 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 A little yes. different flavor this week. <laughs> team Blue, see what you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first of all, on Team Green, I, uh, I did something that I never said I would do. Actually, I did say I would do, but never said it here. Uh, I started Arkham Knight. Ah, Oh, God, it's going to take every ounce of 
vigor I've got to get through this. For potential new listeners, Goat has never been a fan of, in general, of open world games. And I've tried all of them. You, you, you have given all of them a fair shot. I will give you mm-hmm. that. And you, you just haven't liked any of them. And, but for whatever reason... Uh, so why, why is it that you decided that you wanted to actually play through Arkham Knight? I want to finish a Batman. All right. I really okay. do. Because like, Goat likes Batman. He just doesn't yeah, like yeah, Arkham yeah, Knight. Yeah, yeah, I like Joker. Let's be fair. No. <laughs> and he's in this, which... Fuck you guys, burning him before the title screen is not a good way to get me to play your game. Not okay, a good start. So <laughs> that yeah. So so I'm assuming that you're that you'll be far enough in the game to talk about this. If you have not played Arkham Knight in at least a, uh, I would say five ten hours into it, maybe skip ahead a minute because I'm going to ask go to a question that's going to be a spoiler if you haven't played that far ahead. Skip ahead at least like probably like two or three minutes. But um, have you played far enough into the game to know what I'm talking about? What I'm going to ask you about? I'm at Ace Chemical. Then you're on you're, the brink. Never you're mind. You're on the brink. <laughs> Never We're mind. Wait yes. for it. Okay. Keep, keep going. Keep I'm going. That's what everybody says. Everybody's like, oh, go. And my thing is, is like, I, I should love these games, but like, and, and my biggest qualm with this one, like the Batmobile's kind of keep me interested. That's kind of like, ooh, drive around, cool. You know? I know you didn't like the controls at first. Are you getting used to them? No. no. <laughs> the t- but you remember we complained about it too. It, too, yeah, yeah. it took a minute, you know? So yeah. being a hardcore race fan, right. LT is break. Yes. It always has been. Yes. It always will be. Do not fuck that. I don't care if it's the Batmobile. <laughs> it's fucking break. It's not going to whatever Cybertron mode. It's break. The more Tank you play mode. it, the more you play it, and the farther you get into the game, you understand why they did it, though. Mm-hmm. And you can even still actually, you can even still use it as a break. You just have to understand how it what, how it affects the car. Yeah, I just I, I, I've I've mastered the straight the, the strafing the most, yep, gun. The most lightning slide. fast quick turn you will the most fast 180 <laughs> degree turn you'll ever make oh, in your yeah. life is to just tap that trigger for two seconds. You can seconds. Canadian turn yep. around like a madman. It's great. I'm yeah. like, yep. oh, man, where's this in some of my games? Yep. But that that sucks. Because screw physics. <laughs> That's right. That's and the, the, other, fucking the other thing I'm not liking about it is like they just dump shit on you like right off the bat you know, like you can do this you can do that you can do this you can do that oh by the way like some of this stuff's here and there and you're gonna have to like, kind of work through it but here all is now I'm like whoa all things I'm barely learning what's going on here like I don't yeah. need to find firemen I don't need to find blah 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 I'm like time out like let me just get my shit together and like a little bit in the story before we like throw yeah, me a grocery list yeah but all like do it your own pace stuff you, you don't, don't have to that. do it all at once they're just like here you yeah. go hey here you go and of course it's like ooh new shiny toy and you're like Oh, that was it. There's, I got. I got to remember to do this late. I can barely remember what I was just doing. Good looking game though, isn't it? Yeah, it's what? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he's crazy. Madness. I'm not a big graphics guy. Like whatever. Yeah, it's supposed to look good. It's a fucking new game. Remember, he's <laughs> half blind. He probably can't see how good it looks. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm gonna try to hammer through that. It's gonna take me probably about a Charlie's pace to get through it. But do you have enough interest to actually see it through? So far, I'm forcing that interest. Okay, mm. so I'm going to go through to Charlie's Pace. It may be this time next year when I finish it. Catch up with us after you've finished Ace Chemicals. Yes. I like that a Charlie's Pace has become a unit of time measurement. <laughs> I don't. We're like, <laughs> like, moving at a Charlie's Pace. So oh. then, all right, so then we got, got that going, and I took a I'm house sitting, so I got a PS4. I tried out that uh, Tesla grad. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, it's good, huh? It's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. But it's 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 so it's the art style I love. It's it's hand drawn kind of thing. It's kind of kind of fun story. It reminds me of uh, Valiant Hearts. Oh okay, all right. But Ooh, a little bit good. more uh, the like Mega Manny because you like you know like you, 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 one of the mechanics is you press a button and you like basically teleport. Like oh like okay gotcha. to get a part to cross stuff and stuff like that. So okay. it takes a little bit to get used to. It's fucking tough though. 
So I tried that. I uh, went through all the way through sound. Sound. Wow. Sound shapes. There we go. He went through sound shapes, said <laughs> Sean Connery. <laughs> the old, old school listeners remember we uh, toyed with that on the PS4 launch because it was a launch title. It's a little ball. Oh, yeah. And you're going through these little whacked out, like, too many drugs levels. <laughs> and uh-huh. you're just, uh, everything you get, it adds to the beat. And by the time you get to the end of the level, you've created a song. I recall that now. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's fun. It's simple. It's fun. It's addicting. And it ramps up. Dead Mouse is in it because he's in everything with music. Oh, well, yeah, why not? Yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> um, grow Home. Nope. No, nope. really? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. I have the same problem you have with Minecraft with that game. What's that? They're like... With they're just like, no instructions? And they're like... like well, there's a lot of like things you should know. Like You go up to this thing and it's like, grab the flower from the star sprout. No explanation what a star sprout is. No, no, no map to tell you where it is. No, what it looks like. Nothing. I'm like, that could literally be anything on this map. <laughs> all right. So I didn't like that. That wasn't all right. Uh, I tried Drive Club. Um, uh-huh. It's good. It reminds me of uh, Project Gotham Racing. Okay. If uh, you guys remember the yeah. Xbox original at 2360. Uh, a lot of that where you go in and you got to do laps and you kind of have to hit these numbers and you get stars and more points for drifting and driving like a maniac and stuff like that so i mean it's not quite forza charlie would honestly like it a little bit more it's more of a the, the real arcadey racer for you it's sold really well too yeah. like it's been a popular game so and then um i get to eat my words uh because i made fun of that frozen game last week and uh it's free and <laughs> it's fucking frozen bejeweled so i had to play it uh did you did and you now i may or may not have gotten to like level 20 before I came to the podcast, <laughs> I uh, I forgive you. But, <laughs> and I put it on, I put it on social media. I'm like, you can slap whatever name you brand you want on Bejeweled. It's I'll play it. It's Bejeweled. Sure. I, I don't care. Sure, right on. <laughs> like, that's fair. Whatever. There's a snowman. Dipshit. Still Bejeweled. <laughs> so and that's all I got done. Right on. Um, I um, I didn't get much much in this week. Most of the same that I was playing last week. I kind of stuck to what I've been playing all week. I did start playing uh, Tomb Raider on the Xbox One because they did release that as the mid month games with gold free. Ah, yes. yes. So I installed that and started playing because I'd never played the like sort of you know uh, HD upgrade that they did for Xbox One and PS4. So you played it originally. You I played it play originally. It? Okay. I played it on the PlayStation Three when it launched. Like like within the first day or two of launch, loved it. Haven't touched it since. Um, did oh, so you didn't finish it. it. No, no, I did finish it. Oh, okay. I'm okay. saying I finished it and haven't touched it since then. Okay. Um, I did install it on my 360 when it was free a few months ago mm-hmm. on Games of Gold. Started it and went, you know what? I'm going to hold out for the HD version because I'm going to buy it at some point. And then they made it free and I put it on there and I started playing it. And uh, everything about it is it just looks sharper than it did. It feels and plays just like you remember. Um, the only thing that bothers me about it, though, is they, they made Lara prettier quote prettier and you did see this in some of the coverage in various places online but Lara had a very realistic and honest looking pretty face yeah. and yeah, they yeah. made her prettier they made her face a little more they round her. and they made her eyes a little more big and her like if you look at side by side comparisons of these two photos uh, they did not expand her bust goat, um, <laughs> but they, they did change the look of her face, which bothered me because having had played it, if I had not played it before, I probably wouldn't have noticed or cared, but I noticed it in the game and had remembered reading about it when the game, the HD version of it relaunched and then went and looked it up online and the side-by-side comparisons bother me the same way that like um, 
you know, some of the changes in Mass Effect 3's character models for, like, Ashley, Ashley Williams bothered me, or the same way that, uh, you know, what's her name from uh, Uncharted, it kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, I, I just thought she looked more... Real. Human. Okay. More like a real person in the first game, which is what the development team was originally going for, and I feel like somebody up there said, you made make her look prettier, damn it, which bothered me a little bit. Um, but it's it's great. It plays really well, just as you remember. Everything there that you liked about it is still there. If you have Xbox Live's games with gold, uh, you know, if you have a gold subscription, just download it, just play it. Stop whatever else you're playing, unless you're playing Metal Gear or you know Witcher or something that you're you know neck deep in, and play this instead because it's fucking great. And uh, real quick, mention that the other um, the other uh, Xbox Live free game that you can get now is Crisis Three on the 360. It is, it is, which so, I also um, downloaded, installed, and did not touch because Crisis. Um, yeah. but I played that. I played a little bit of street fighter four on my three DS. Um, I, I was still playing, um, bravely default. Uh, but I decided, uh, I decided to, uh, just return it and not continue to play it. It really didn't do much for me at the end of the day, not because it wasn't enjoyable, but because I just don't have that kind of time to sink into a 40 hour game right now. Um, other than that, that is, uh, that is all I played this week other than more mass effect two with Megan. Uh, I know you uh, you checked out uh, Street Fighter Four on the 3DS, isn't that correct? I actually mentioned that just a second ago. Did you? Uh, yeah. yeah, it would help if I was listening it's and true. not staring at, at, at photo comparisons of Lara That's Croft. That's right. I mentioned it in the live <laughs> googling, live googling, <laughs> even when you don't know it. Charlie could be looking at horse dicks right now, and you'd never know it during the episode. Um, but that's, that's, uh, so, that's a little so too close to home there, buddy. Is, oh, I'm sorry. Pony dicks, Charlie. Pony no, dicks. it's not better. <laughs> um, yes, but uh, that was it for me this week, man. I barely had any time to get anything in because, you know, fucking school. I'm not even going to say it anymore on the show. I'm just going to say if, if I didn't play a lot, it's because I'm fucking, you know, get, I'm giving me some goddamn learning. Um, so that's it, man. That's, that's going to do it for me. All right, now that you know what we played in video games this last week, let's see what the industry did with video games. All right, kicking things off at number five this week. Rockstar says the BBC's GTA movie is random made-up bollocks. Is that their 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 UK press department giving that that announcement? Uh, it might have been. Okay, just checking. Yes, yes. Um, Rockstar Games has spoken out with a salty response to the BBC's new Grand Theft Auto made-for-TV movie, The Game Changers, calling it random made-up bollocks. Every time it happens, it's going to be fucking my, my poor I mean, like American British. Any sentence with the word bollocks in it has to be spoken. Like That's that. really what it is. Yeah. If it weren't for that, I probably wouldn't be doing it. As the show aired uh, this past week, uh, Rockstar Twitter account made a couple of jabs at the production, which it had no involvement in. So uh, the following are a handful of tweets from various Rockstar-related employees and people who've worked on the Grand Theft Auto games in as many years. Uh, at BBC, this new Rent-A-Ghost, uh, Rent-A-Ghost isn't as good as I remember. Uh, and that was from Rockstar Games. At BBC, was Basil Brush busy? What exactly is this random made-up bollocks? What exactly is this random made-up bollocks? Um... The movie, like the series it's based on, was embroiled in controversy before it even debuted. Some of the original Grand Theft Auto developers are not happy about it, saying the only fact that the filmmakers got right is that the franchise exists. (laughs) For its part, Rockstar parent company Take-Two recently filed a lawsuit against the BBC regarding the movie's use of the Grand Theft Auto IP, but not to stop the film from airing. Uh, The Game Changers is a 90-minute movie that the BBC calls a factual drama. 
It's centered around the creation of the Grand Theft Auto series and game lawyer Jack Thompson's appeal to the family of Devin Moore, the Alabama man who shot and killed three police officers in 2005. Uh, in court, Thompson sought to show how the developers of Grand Theft Auto, along, along with console makers, were at least partially responsible for the crime. Uh, Moore was sentenced to death and is currently on death row. Harry Potter star Daniel Radcliffe plays the role of GTA co-creator Sam Hauser, <laughs> while really? Bill Paxton portrays Thompson. Wait, really? Yes, oh, yes. The film depicts a collision course between the two. People in the UK can watch Game Changers uh, you know, right now through BBC's iPlayer. Um, the network a network has not announced any plans to launch the movie in other territories, but goddamn, I hope they do because what I would like to see happen is the three of us doing a uh, you know a video game movie gamerhead get together where we sit down and have drinks and just heckle the shit out of this mystery science theater three thousand style. Uh, I'll get right on that. <laughs> I want it to be... Oh, look at you. He's already on top of that shit. Uh, because I feel like we could make a drinking game out of every time they put some random bollocks on the screen. <laughs> um, it just doesn't get old, John. I can't tell whether or not I think this is awesome because I'm sure it's uh, invariably awful or whether or not it's uh, it's a bad idea and I should say, don't do things like this because it's misleading and misrepresentative. And I mean, there were other there were other people tweeting who, who worked on the games over the, the history of its life who were complaining about it, saying, like, this is painful to watch. Like, we didn't dress like that. We didn't... It's not what our offices looked like. They know nothing about any of this. And why they chose to do this, I don't fucking understand. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Isn't it, you mean? Isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think it's kind of weird at all. I think, uh, I think they saw an opportunity to make money, and they decided to take that opportunity. Uh, and just... Uh, well, it's a, it's an unauthorized uh, docu- documentary. I think I think is kind of sort of ish. I don't know. You know that Harry Potter bloke sort of looks like uh, you know the Pharaoh that made uh, you know Grand Theft Auto, right? Right. You're actually not too right. bad at that. Just to be very clear here. That's right. Fucking right. right. <laughs> too right, mate. Too right. Um, <laughs> go, what are you go from listen. Leeds. I might, maybe I am, motherfucker. Cockney all the way and shit. You know? Manchester or die. That's right. That's right. I sound like a fucking hot. Apparently, in my mind, everybody in England sounds like a soccer hooligan. Yeah. Except for Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, because he is a soccer hooligan. <laughs> all right. Moving on, though, to number four for the week. PlayStation 4 VR headset to be priced as a new gaming platform. Quote, Sony has revealed a rough price estimation for its upcoming PlayStation 4 virtual reality headset. Project, Mor- Project Morpheus PlayStation VR, PlayStation President Andrew House, tells Bloomberg in a new interview that the headset will be priced as a new, quote, new gaming platform. I'm sorry, you have to do your accents. I have to do mine. Bloomberg Business Week. Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Exactly. That's right. Zoyberg, um, is that you? <laughs> I found a pizza with only one footprint in it this week. Oh, what a day that was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even do a good Zoidberg. I just had to say that line because I love it so much. Um, though, <laughs> PlayStation president Andrew House tells Bloomberg in a new interview that the headset will be priced as a new gaming platform, though he did not provide any specific figures. If he's talking about a traditional home console like the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or Wii U, House's comments would suggest PlayStation VR will cost around $300 to $400 or, or thereabouts. Sony is pre- right. what's that? That sounds right. Yeah, I mean that's competitively priced with you know uh, what they're saying that uh, retail looks like it's going to be for the Oculus. Um, Sony has previously said that it will be aiming to go quote as low as possibly can be done for PlayStation VR pricing. 
Um, to be to be clear, that is the official name of the unit now. They've ditched Project Morpheus. It's gone. The unit is called PlayStation VR. That's what they're going with. Um, whereas the Oculus Rift and the Vive VR headsets require a gaming PC for the best performance, PlayStation VR will play directly off the PlayStation 4 you may already own. By comparison, Oculus has said you should expect to pay around $1,500 for an all-in setup, which includes a gaming PC and a headset itself, uh, which comes with an Xbox One controller. PlayStation VR will launch in the first half of 2016. I'm going to call it right now. No, it's not. Um, (laughs) Though a specific release date has not been announced, and that's why. Uh, also in an interview, House confirms that Sony will have more than 10 titles available for PlayStation VR at launch. He did not name these outright, however. Um, he was quoted as saying, VR rewrites the rulebook on how you can create games. You're seeing a large amount of interest and work happening among smaller teams because it's possible to create something in VR that is very simple but still very magical. So during Sony's uh, Tokyo Game Show briefing this week, the company officially announced PlayStation VR would be named uh, would be the name of the device replacing the Project Morpheus. Um what do you guys think would be... Do you think that's a, a fair and competitive price for, for that unit? Yeah, I mean, 400 bucks for VR, and you don't have to buy a PC. Uh, it seems fair. Well, but you're, you're saying that under the assumption you already own a PlayStation 4, which I do not. So if right. I wanted to buy any of the 10 titles they're launching it with, it's still less than what uh, you know Oculus is suggesting at $1,500, but it would be... You know, it's an eight hundred dollar uh, uh, purchase. Plus, so half as much, yes. Yeah, eight hundred plus whatever cost of the game. Well, you know? yeah, that's well, well. I mean, that's that. Or games. Be, uh, that, I mean, that'd be the same either way. So I mean, like that's. I wouldn't consider that to be part of the comparison in my, my in, in my case. I mean, like I'm I'm getting a PS4 eventually. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. Uh, which is to say, it's just a ma- it's just a matter of when Michelle makes me get it to play the next Uncharted. Mm, Never um, <laughs> Uncharted comes out or No Man's Sky, whichever comes first. Yeah, uh, No Man's Sky hasn't sold me yet. I'm I'm, in, I'm intrigued, but um, I'm, that's not a that, that's not a system seller for me quite yet. Um, Uncharted is, however. So, so when Uncharted Four, whatever date they put on Uncharted Four is the the day before, you'll have a PS. <laughs> um, well, well the bundle. Uh, yeah, give or take. I mean, like I'm doing the this is off topic, but I'm doing the whole. I've got a I've got a PlayStation credit card, which basically gives me double points at fast food restaurants. So every time I buy Taco Bell, I get double points. I just go and I pay it off right away. Huh. And so I now have. I basically have. $263 of my PlayStation 4 console in points. And so I'm, I'm more than halfway there. Now, talk I, about where to get that card, because I, <laughs> like I, I feel like I need that. Uh, like, anybody who buys a lot of fast food, I mean, it, it's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, yep, there you go. I'm in a rock and roll band. That's all I eat. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> well, that's that, all I ate until recently. I need that for tour. I could live on that and come home and be like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Pizver, or whatever they're going to call it there, PSVR, yep. is uh, paid for. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I, I'm virtually saving up for my PlayStation 4 via oh, that. That was a terrible fucking joke. <laughs> it wasn't even on purpose. <laughs> Given this fucking story, that's horrible. I like uh, it. Feels good. You're welcome. Uh, right on. Well, uh, let's go ahead and move on to number three, shall we? Uh, not to be done, outdone by Apple, Amazon announces gaming-focused Fire TV. Uh, last week, we talked a little bit about Apple, uh, you know, the Apple TV and their so plans for gaming. Just a smidge. <laughs> Um, well, this week, uh, just a week after the company announced that gaming was coming to its Apple TV device, Amazon responds with a gaming-focused Fire TV. Announced this week, Amazon Fire TV Gaming Edition comes with a controller, a 32-gigabyte micro SD card, and two games, Shovel Knight and Disney's DuckTales Remastered. Both are well-received 2D platformers, by the way. Good reviews for each of those, of course. Um, it's going to be $140 when it comes out on October 5th. Amazon also boasts that the new Fire TV has 75% more processing power than the old model. 
Apple TV does not come with a dedicated controller for gaming, instead using the remote for gaming inputs. It has a clickable touchscreen and gyroscope controls, though. It will support controllers, but all games must work with the standard remote. Uh, You can pre-order the uh, Fire TV Gaming Edition on Amazon right now. What do we think here, guys? Uh, I think this is the right thing for them to do. Um, you know, not gaming applicable, but it's also worth noting that along with this announcement, they basically revamped the entire fire line this last week. And they now, uh, as part of their, their, their fire line, they now have a $49, their basic, uh, their basic, uh, I don't think they, they don't call it the Kindle fire anymore. Now it's just the fire, but their basic, uh, their basic tablet, which I mean, has like front and back cameras and like, you know, decent specs, relatively speaking, sure. seven inch tablet. $49, which um, is just ridiculous. I actually cheap. need a new tablet, so that might be happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, they, 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 they re-released the, um, the Fire TV stick, which is basically their, um, you know, it's basically the Fire TV just in stick form. Um, yeah, their but, Chromecast. Um, yeah, but it, it, you can install apps on it and does more. It can do things oh, on okay. its own. Um, but um, the, um, they, and then they took the, uh, the, uh, the um, sorry for any um, uh, Echo owners that have this playing out loud right now. They also took their Alexa technology and um, from the Amazon Echo and built it into the Fire TV line. So they, they revamped the entire line this last week. And well, you were just saying too when we were talking about the Apple TV line last week that you you had a lot more hope for the Amazon Fire stuff, the Amazon Fire TV, yeah. and, and it just didn't it didn't. I remember when they first announced that the first version of it, I was I was hooked on the idea immediately, and just based on reviews and some of the frustrations that came with it, did not invest. Um, I've always waited for that moment where I might want to, but. Um, between this and the Apple TV, what do you guys think? Oh man, between the two, that's um, competitive price points. Yeah, that's the thing. Because I mean, they—I would say that their that their catalog is probably similar in quantity. I mean, there's a lot of things that are exclusive to iOS. Um, there are some things that are exclusive to Android, but not that many. Typically, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty much well known that you know that that. Even though there are more Android devices in the world, um, that Android owners don't spend as much on apps and games as mm-hmm. iOS owners do. It's just it's just the way that the, the you know the, the 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 it's just what statistics have proven. Um, so uh, a lot of a lot of things are iOS exclusive, but you don't see that many Android exclusive things just because of, mm-hmm. people know that they they want to make money. Sure, um, sure. So I don't know. It's um. I don't know. I'm I'm not really sure which. If I had to choose, I'm not really sure which way I'd go on this one. Go. What do you think? I'd go Amazon. Yeah. Just because. Well, it's not Apple, and the exclusivity bugs the shit out of me with Apple. <clears throat> that, and I'm already paying for Prime. So then. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I too. get my instant yeah. video, which yeah. is green Netflix. Like, come on, Amazon. That's the next thing you need to revamp. Yeah. Like, give me a reason to like care that i have instant video look i love instant video i actually use it a lot they just need to revamp their actual app for that because it's so fucking unorganized yeah Yeah, Um, other than that i I do enjoy mine mine i've just renewed last week which i forgot about which came at a terrible time (laughs) just the auto renew hit you yeah oh shit all right that's right i guess i have that i was actually going to cancel it this year oh now i'm 100 bucks for oh well oh well shit you know i guess there's that but at least i can watch batman the animated series yeah (laughs) well worth the hundred dollars john well that's it. it easily of course you know um, 
I'm 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 gonna wait for reviews like I do with pretty much yeah. everything. I'm I'm it's rare. It's not that I don't like to be an early adopter of certain things. It's that I've been burned enough times. Look, I bought Steel Battalion. Okay, I can I I that right there is my <laughs> my my two hundred and fifty dollar wow. merit badge that says that I get to wait and we'll see what other people your say literal right. giant trophy. It is. I love it. Sometimes <laughs> I just I snuggle with it. Are you so st- are you still applying the ointment from that burn? <laughs> Um, it, it's, it's healed. I don't like to think of it as a burn so much as I like to think it, it it's a burn. It really is a burn. Yeah. It's okay. I like it though. It's amazing. You won't, you won't be saying that, uh, you know, when I bring it over here and let you guys play it and then you're going to ogle it. It's going to be great. You're going to fondle it. Yeah. So just to be specific, you can buy the, the fire TV by itself, the non gaming edition, like the box is exactly the same. It's just, instead of the actual controller, you get the remote. And um, it doesn't come with the memory card of the two games. So for forty dollars, swap out the remote for the controller, add in two games and a memory card. So just to just to be clear on that. But uh, man, TV's changing. It's true. Pretty soon, pretty soon, like in the next five years, you're just gonna have your remote, and that's gonna be all your television. Uh, please and thank you. Yeah, yeah just yeah. take that with you wherever you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it'll be your phone, and you just cast it onto a television. Oh, that'd be perfect. Dude, that's one of the great things about the Fire TV is they even made it now so that it, it uh, it's capable of signing into like hotel Wi Fi because you know mm-hmm. typically with like any hotel Wi Fi they've got that portal where you have to like you know to get on the Wi Fi you have to like put in your room number and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of things that connect to Wi Fi they don't have the capability of signing onto those kinds of networks. So with the Fire TV stick, like I've got Plex on that, I've got like Netflix on that. So when, yeah. you know I don't go to hotels all that often, but when I do, I just bring that plug it in sign on to wi-fi i've got my plex and my netflix all right there without yeah. having to like tether my phone to the tv or something like that it's yeah, actually yeah. really great that's what i do when i go out whenever we travel out of town i take my tablet with me and it's yeah, got yeah. hdmi out and oh there I just, you go i just run it to the tv some fucking hotels disable the hdmi ports mm-hmm. on their tvs though really oh yeah. i haven't run into that i've one seen yet. it in multiple hotels oh, around wow. the country where we're staying there and i plug the hdmi port in and it does not register because they want you to buy their entertainment in the hotel oh, yep. well boo on them rotten bastards anyways though moving on to number two this week uh, Konami's in our fucking news again, and I gotta tell you, I'm getting to the point now where I don't want to see them in news anymore because every time they pop up, it's something I don't like. Well, it's not like they're gonna have much more to talk about after this one. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Konami ceases AAA console production on all but Pro Evolution Soccer. Worldwide Technology Director Julian Merceron also, le- also reportedly departs the company on top of that other announcement. Konami has ceased all AAA console game production on everything but Pro Evolution Soccer, and there are currently no plans for a new, uh, big new Metal Gear game, while Worldwide Technology Director Julian Mercerons left the company. That's according to a pair of reports on French site Gameblog. Eurogamer understands both reports to be true. Uh, Gameblog wrote yesterday that Merceron was apparently unhappy with Konami's transition away from the console market towards mobile games. Beyond Metal Gear Online, the separate online component to Metal Gear Solid 5 that is currently being finished and Pro Evolution Soccer 2016, Konami has a blank AAA slate. It does, however, have a license to the football tournament Euro 2016, so we'd expect it to make use of that. Problem at Konami, problems at Konami were highlighted earlier this year when Metal Gear creator, creator Hideo Kojima left the company as Kojima Production Studio was dissolved. He had reportedly fallen out with Konami's big bosses who refused to bankroll his long and lavish productions any longer. Metal Gear Solid 5 reportedly cost $80 million to make. Any new Metal Gear Solid game Konami produces will presumably be made without Kojima involved. So further problems with Konami were highlighted when respected financial Japanese newspaper Nikkei ran an article about a deteriorating company culture, which we talked about here on the show, uh, in Konami's gaming division. Employees deemed useless were apparently given uh, menial and degrading tasks and communication with outsiders were restricted and lunch breaks monitored. Um... 
good move for them, bad move for them, or does it seem like the uh, the, the the natural direction for them to go in after uh, after all the hullabaloo with their behavior this year? Well, I think we're at the point now where um, they're about ready to pull life support and just be done with it. Like their end, it's very very clear. Their end game is to get the hell out of gaming. <laughs> Certainly seems that way. I um, which I don't get because I mean like. Metal Gear Solid Five has sold like through the roof, and the reviews are stellar. And so it's like obviously people want people want more of these games. So it's like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, don't. but to, to to go with that, as the story has moved along, then were they they were bitching about the overhead for Metal Gear? Like they were like, oh, it takes too much money to make it. That yeah, was their well, biggest problem. Made that back, so but that eighty million dollar production cost. How many other AAA titles? That's I mean that's par for the course on games six years ago. Nobody that's. Yeah. Every game coming out was a AAA story based. Look at Gears of War. Look at the Halo games. Look at the Uncharted games. Um, um, look at Heavy Rain. Look at I mean, like games in the last yeah. ten years really have been so narratively driven. They all had huge long production. That's the thing that people have forgotten now that we're living in the mobile ages. Gaming has almost always had these fairly decent sized development teams, large production budgets, large development cycles, but everybody's so hooked on the speed of, of, of you know, want it now, on demand life that it's suddenly a sin to have a decent sized production team and it's suddenly a sin to have a big budget. Bullshit. You want a game that looks and plays almost like, like, like a CGI film that you see in theaters, it's going to take time and money to do that. You know, I, this feels like a cop out to me. And I mean, even more insulting because I guarantee you, uh, whatever team it is that's developing Pro Evolution Soccer has a decent budget and a decent size development team to get that game done. But because it sells a certain number of, of guaranteed units every year, you know, they're going to keep that around. It's just it's just the shittiest, most shallow form of just like, ugh, this is where we're landing, really? Yeah. Konami, with your storied history and video gaming, all you've produced, and all that survives the, the, the fallout of your nuclear explosion is pro-evolution soccer? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, but you also got to remember, these are people who don't play video games. They play black numbers on a page. Yeah, and that's eighty million dollars—a very red number on their page. Yeah. It's fucking out the door. Tragic reality. I'd love to know what Metal Gear's made in in returns because I it, it can't be small. It can't 17, be seventeen, eighteen bucks. Yeah, it's like I found a list on Kotaku published last year of um of uh, costs of video games and how it's changed over the years. So like twenty fourteen, for example, Destiny cost one hundred and forty million to make, uh, and Watch Dogs cost sixty eight million. So those are two AAA titles. You know, just showing the range there. Twenty thirteen even shows an even bigger range. Beyond Two Souls only cost $27 million to make, while Disney Infinity cost $100 million. That's what I'm saying. So $80 million, the Konami's acting like, 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 you know, the Metal Gear games are all of a sudden shitting in their mouth. This is, this is pretty old hat, you know. I would be willing to bet that the previous Metal Gear titles had comparable budget development budgets for their time, for their dollar value in the year they were created. I'm sure it has to be something comparable, you know. But, you know... This is also, I think, an excuse to lean into uh, mobile development. And my brother and I had a conversation about this just hours before recording this evening. My brother believes that all these companies that are starting to push into mobile gaming development are smart, and they're, they see the future. They're, they're, they're chasing the lead. I think that all of the ones that are choosing to side with mobile, mobile gaming apps are going to be a specific thing, but I think that they are eventually going to cave in on themselves just based on the weight of how many clones, how unregulated, it's just, I think mobile gaming is a 
as a tremendous mess. And I think anybody who who anchors their ship in that yard is going to find it at the bottom of the ocean in a few years. I I, I definitely predict that this mobile game phenomena that's going on right now is going to mirror the dot com phenomena. I don't think it'll go away, but yeah. I think it I think it's going to capsize. I yeah. think it's going to cave exactly in on with, itself. Like the dot com, everybody wanted to get into it. The internet was the thing, and then it settled down to normalness, and a lot of people lost their ships in that one. It's just I. The thing is, is how much weight can this bridge hold before it caves in on itself? Really, with with platform and console gaming, and and even to a degree, some PC gaming. There's a certain level of um, there's a certain level of checks and balances that go into place before a game can be released on those consoles, and that kind of that kind of that kind of thins the herd and 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 sort of sifts some of the garbage out for you. But on, you know, and especially Android, like anybody can put a fucking gaming app out and call it finished, and it's not most of the time. Yeah, it's but crazy. they're in a pretty good spot here. You got to remember, too, they can do the Square Enix thing and just put out Metal Gear Peace Walker mobile, Metal yeah. Gear yeah. 3 mobile, and just keep rehashing them at $15 a piece. Yeah, sure. You know, but I'd still rather pay $15 for a game I know is good and is finished, and I will get my money's worth out of on a time level. Than a paywall, time wall, you know, energy based yeah. game where oh, yeah. I'm playing it, you yeah. know, like like a slave to that game yeah. every day for free. I'd still rather pay the fifteen bucks for a solid play experience. But anyways, I digress. Mm. You know, uh, Konami, I think you're a bunch of fools. I fools, just, I say. I, I'm pretty sure you just lit all the rum on fire on your ship, and it's only a matter of time before it catches the ship on fire. Ah, we'll see, man. That's why the rum is always gone. Because <laughs> Konami's selling it. No, because I drank it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a strange time we're living in, gents. <laughs> Moving on to number one this week. Nintendo's announced its new president will be Tatsumi Kimishima. And the crowd rejoiced. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> in July, Nintendo president and CEO Satoru Wada sadly passed away at just 55, while managing directors Shigeru Miyamoto and Jinyo Takeda were chosen to run the company in the interim. The plan was to find a new president to lead the company. You know, this week, Nintendo announced that managing director and head of human resources Tatsumi Kimishima, 65, is the new president of the company. Miyamoto and Takeda will remain in the top roles of the company, but will be able to return to their other duties now that Kimishima has been chosen uh, for the new role. So, Kimishima is no stranger to top-level leadership, and at, uh, at Nintendo in 2002, uh, Kimishima was chosen the president of Nintendo of America. Four years later, he was promoted to CEO of Nintendo of America and stayed in that role until it was assumed by Iwata in 2013. Uh, previously, he had also served as CFO of the Pokemon Company, so this guy's got a pedigree for the Nintendo world. He knows his stuff. Um, and while he certainly has proven leadership skills, he will likely be a very different president than Iwata was. Iwata was both technically minded and a true gamer at heart, bringing an enthusiasm that will be difficult, if not impossible, to replace. On two occasions, Iwata took 50% pay cuts rather than cut staff's pay. Uh, Miyamoto and Takeda remaining in top-level positions is likely intended to keep some of this spirit alive within the company. Uh, Miyamoto, creator of the Mario, Zelda, and Pikmin games, um, I love that, that this particular article decided to source Pikmin as one of the three things they chose that Miyamoto created, consider how many other things he's created. <laughs> we'll assume the role of creative fellow, uh, while Takeda has been named technology fellow. Uh, Nintendo defines a fellow as an... This is, this is Nintendo terminology, by the way. This fellow tag. Uh-huh. Uh, Nintendo defines a fellow as an individual selected from among the representative directors who has advanced knowledge and extensive experience and holds the role of providing advice and guidance regarding organizational operations in a specialized area. Apparently, that big mouthful means you're a fellow. 
Um, it's an interesting fellow. time for Nintendo. In the next few years, we'll certainly put uh, Kamishima's leadership to the test. Details on the company's new console codenamed NX are expected next year, and the company is preparing to launch its first mobile games in partnership with uh, DNA, as we talked about before on the show. Thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, we need to come up with our fellow titles for Gamerhead Radio. That's my first thought. Um... I think you're right. Absolutely right about that. We need to work on that. Yep. yep. Mm. Um, aside from that, um, congrats, sir. Um, you've uh, you've 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 proven yourself worthy. Apparently, early early word from people who are used to working around this gentleman is is that uh, there he's not the personality that uh, Iwata was, and I I don't think anybody's expecting him to fill those shoes or sure. even asking him to. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in conjunction with this, Nintendo announced that Nintendo Directs are going to continue forward with mm-hmm. what they have scheduled for the year, um, but they have not announced whether, you know, who's going to take Iwata's place. They're definitely speculating that this gentleman is not going to be appearing in the Nintendo Direct videos because not only is he not that sort of personality, but uh, a lot of people say he's a little a little curmudgeon He's very much a business guy. Oh. So he's not the, like, you know, um, awkwardly, like, cheerful sort of person that uh, Satoru Iwata was. Well, so, I don't know. They're not saying who they're going to get to host those yet. Given that you just said that, I mean, like, the decision definitely makes sense. I mean, uh, Nintendo needs, uh, I think they need business leadership right now pretty badly. Um, okay. It's, um, you know, they, um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, they, uh, you know they, they, they keep on crossing the line between, you know, being in the black and being in the red. And yeah. um, so, whatever, whatever, whatever needs to be done, at least for the temporary to to make sure that n- that Nintendo stays afloat in the business, I think is is a good priority to have. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts, go. <clears throat> I mean, I like it. I, I I like it a lot to get a business guy. Like, it, it, what a great guy. Love him to death. No pun there. Ah, uh, ooh, yikes! <laughs> that was an accidental thing. Too soon. Uh, too soonish. <laughs> um, but but. Nintendo needs to get their head out of their ass, and they need somebody to run the company. Like it, it, he was a great guy; he ran, you know, he had fun and stuff like that. But they need to find like, like a fun guy to be a Nintendo Direct guy. But they need a guy at the helm to get shit straight, especially with this new console coming out. Because yeah. I mean, they're still they're still going up shit creek with a paddle from the Wii U, and they're about ready to go back into the creek they haven't even left yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see if he's able to make any changes coming up. I'm curious to see if this change of uh, changing of the guard has any effect on the NX and what direction they take with it. You know, maybe it'll be more straightforward game console to go around and less of a gimmick machine. You know, it probably wouldn't hurt him to do something a little more streamlined, even if it's kind of un Nintendo of them to just do just going something. back to cartridges. Madness. <laughs> With the retro uh, retro fit on, maybe I don't. Know, I could see somebody being excited that cartridges were coming back. No, but uh, that's going to do it for our news this week. All right, so this week we're going to be talking uh, about the the sort of history and um, sort of where they come from ishness of uh, a company called Toys for Bob, which you guys know as the uh, the the developers for the Skylander series. And Charlie's got a little bit more information for us about them to start out here. So Toys for Bob, it's um, so they're based in America, and uh, they were founded in 1989 by uh, Paul Reich III and. Fred Ford, which I trip over that name every time I try and say it. Just I don't know Fred Ford. It's just not very, it's not very. It uh, doesn't flow off the tongue. 
Um, so if you if you recognize them at all from anything outside of Skylanders, it might be from uh, their work on Star Control and Star Control Two, the Orquan Masters, uh, back from the early nineties. Um, they uh, they did not they did not, however, do Star Control Three. But uh, but you know Star Control, um, you know a lot of uh, I believe that was like a, like an RTS game back in the day. Um, uh, good times, good times. Um, and then they uh, they went and they did uh, they did a couple things for Crystal Dynamics. Um, but uh, that stopped in two thousand two. Uh, when they they became involved with Activision uh, in on May third of two thousand five, and are now completely and wholly owned a subsidiary of Activision. Um, uh, they all have contracts and everything, but um, they 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 got their their studio remained where it was over in Nevada, California. Um, on February twelfth of two thousand eleven. Um, uh, it was announced that Toys for Bob um, has been working on the latest at the time. All, all, the, all that was known was that it was going to be the next Spyro game. Um, and it was a series of Activision known as Skylanders Spyro's Avenger. Uh, little did we know. <laughs> little did we know. I, I was working at GameStop when, this, when, it, when it first came out. Yeah, and we we were all on staff, kind of making fun of the figures. We were like, "Well, these are okay. I mean, I guess it's neat, but who the fuck gives a shit about Spyro or like collectible Spyro yep. stuff?" Most people don't even associate Spyro with Skylanders at this point. Yep, yeah, because um, Michelle and I, because they were multiplayer games, we had played the couple of Spyro games that had come out before then. Um, and, uh, I mean, they were okay. I mean, they had a weird, weirdly good voice cast. They had, like, Elijah Wood playing Spyro. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, right now, off the top of my head, I'm, I'm, I can't remember some of the other voice actors, but they had somebody relatively famous. It might have been... Um, uh, what's her face? Um, Christina Ricci playing oh, the, yeah? the girl dragon, whatever Weird. her name was. Um, I'm for whatever I, that may or may not be right, but that's what my memory is telling me, yeah. anyways. Um, but uh, but yeah, no weirdly good voice cast. Um, and you know the games were they were okay, but I mean like this, you know, Spyro had definitely fallen from grace as, in terms of where it had come from and just like its popularity and everything. I mean, Spyro at the time when you know back in its heyday in the PlayStation, you know, PlayStation PlayStation Two ish era, I mean, he was like vying for like you know mascot status. I mean, like yeah. those games were really well received and a lot of people really liked them. And then just things sort of went downhill as it tends to do for some properties. Um, and then this Skylanders thing came around and just completely changed everything for Spyro. Um, the gaming world. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really. Yeah, because they were the first ones to do it. Yeah. You know? um, yep. They, uh, yeah, they definitely proved the model. And they, um, they, they it was, uh, I mean, it's basically the microtransaction, like the physical, the physical equivalent of microtransactions, which when I, when I think about it that way, actually makes me feel kind of, Dirty. <laughs> it doesn't make me Thank feel you. bad because you still have a collectible figure to display. That's, That's my you. argument. To Thank that. you for. Re- I have an entire bucket. I'm missing like four figures from the original game, and and when you put it that way, I hate myself. A lot <laughs> more. Just, the thing is, is that, and I'm a collectible person. I love collectible mm-hmm. anything. I have not purchased Amiibo. I have not purchased Skylanders. I haven't purchased Disney Infinity. And it's not because I don't think that some. I mean, the Disney Infinity figures. Some of them are really nice. Yep. I have not collected any of those things because they always end up in the same place. Just think of Beanie Babies. At one point, those things had a collectible value. People were fucking going rabid for them, and now, like... They're on my... Where are they at? They're on my where dash. Are they at? They're on my dash. You know? I'm, but but mm-hmm. 10-year-old John... 10-year-old John would have tripped over himself to get these. Like, I can't deny the fact that if I were a kid, I, oh my God, I would, have, I would have clamored to get these. Yes, of course you would trip over... Those things were dangerous on the floor. Jesus. But I'm... <laughs> uh, not nowhere near as dangerous as Loose Legos, which ties oh, in. Oh, oh try Loose Skylanders. That, oh, really? That's an eye-opening experience for your entire apartment complex. Oh, all right. <laughs> noted, noted, noted. Um, the Loose Lego things, I will... Uh, thanks to Lego Dimensions, I will soon be probably discovering, but... Um, <laughs> Why are you a thing? <laughs> 
Um, but uh, some other games and um, toys for Bob's history, um, aside from the, the original Star Control games, um, I'm sure you all remember their classic, um, their, their, their classic game. You know, I, I believe it's on many Game of the Year lists. Um, 102 Dalmatians, Puppies to the Rescue. Oh, that was a great game. How could we possibly forget? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which is not on any Game of the Year list, just to be very clear. Um, Disney's, Extreme, uh, Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure from 2003, which is on the GameCube, the PlayStation 2, and the Xbox. Uh, they they did the Madagascar game, which was also on those three same systems. Uh, Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam on the Wii. Uh, they also did Madagascar 2, Escape, uh, Escape to Africa. Um, and pretty much that's where there, um, anything that's not other than Skylanders stops. because um, Skylanders takes over the world. Uh, with a game a year, every year since 2011. 2011 <laughs> yeah, I mean, but with that, do they need anything else? No, I'm sure they don't. Um, 2011 was Spyro's, Skylanders Spyro's Adventure. 2012 was Skylanders Giants. 2013 was Skylanders Swap Force. 2014 was Skylanders Trap Team. And um, I don't have the name of the, the 2015 incarnation. Superchargers. Of Superchargers, that's it. Um, so, Which yeah. I'm not real sure what that means. I need to look into it more. Because like, the Trap Team had the traps, and then the, the you, Giants... You could trap bad guys and make them fight yeah. for you kind of a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Giants obviously had the monster... Giant ones, and then ones. The, the swap. That's what it means to the kids. Yeah. But clearly, superchargers. They're talking about like they're talking about credit cards. You just gonna charge and charge. <laughs> yeah, and the, charge. The, the new portal has a credit card slot, right? Yeah, in might it. as yeah. fucking well. Yeah. You know, why not? <laughs> well, no. I mean, you can just you do the bink or the blink on your uh, your credit card now. It's already got the the reader in. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Just set your um, credit card and the Skylander you want to max out next to each other in a portal. Yep. and they'll just charge your card for it. One of the notable things about this about their game series is um is they this is the most cross platform series that I am aware of, um like Trap Team and I'm sure uh, um, uh, Superchargers is available on the 3DS, Android and iOS, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Wii, Wii U, Xbox 360, and the Xbox One. I mean, it's wow. uh, you know they're they're not hitting PC mm-hmm. for whatever reason, but to include the you know uh, Nintendo's portable and Android and iOS, along with all the top ones. There's also one more. I was at Best Buy the other day, and um, I think it's the last, the last one, which was uh, the last Trap Team last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, they now sell a box where it's basically like uh, plug and play. The game's on a box itself. You can plug so, in. Oh, it's it's standalone. Yeah, really. Yeah, and it comes with a little Weird, monitor, seven inch monitor. Really? So you don't even yeah. need a console no, in order to run it. It is self sustaining now. What? the hell wow, man i haven't heard of that that's yeah i crazy. seen it at blast by the other day i was like that's ingenious because then you just cook, clip it on the back of the old minivan seat and you're uh, <laughs> oh, you're off the races weird man wow but Strange. um but yeah it's, it's it's just interesting that um you, you gotta wonder because it's not it's, it's not like they had like the most amazing pedigree in the world no it's just not like, at all it, you gotta wonder how it was that um that that they that they managed to uh, you know get and get and you know get together with Activision to to create this thing that became this just like marketing monster that it is, and um, luck. Do, do you think it was luck, or do you think that they do? You, do you, you know I, I what do you, what do you think it was? I think this is like the music industry, right time, right place. Yeah, like well, hey, also also you've you done know, kids games. We're gonna do a kids game. You want to do a kids game? Nobody cared about Spyro. I mean, I'm not going to say nobody cared about Spyro stuff innately. It's just whatever whatever legacy, small legacy Spyro might have had had died down by then because there is a there is a generation of people that that did like the Spyro games and remembered them as these sort of, you know, the platformers of their time. Yeah, there are some Spyro but, heads but out there. Spyro Spyro died down and was not a particularly relevant um property when Skylanders came out. And so the thing that that I think was surprising about it is 
you took a game nobody cared about and you you pumped life into it by doing what by by making the art design look something akin to like a Disney style art designs or Pixar style art designs. When you go back and look at the original packaging and art for Skylanders, bright, colorful, a lot of the designs mm-hmm. for it lend themselves to Disney esque style character designs. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you know they they kind of kind of broke the seal on that really and now yeah. look at it i i was just at toys r us last week dressing my son up in star wars stuff <laughs> that i did not purchase <laughs> um <laughs> <Yeah>. of course <laughs> um which i'm sure my punishment for that will be he's going to get the flu and give it to us um we were there and we walked through my son has a fascination with amiibo um oh, really? whenever we walk by the amiibo kiosk and it goes amiibo he stops and he goes, E, and he points at it. And we got to go back and, <laughs> you know, show him all the different amiibo. So we walk through that aisle and it's just like a wall of fascination for him. I'm impressed between Skylanders, Amiibo, and Disney Infinity. I am impressed with the. They have like an entire, like, two wall section just for that there's stuff. I love it now. It is. The, the <sighs> Disney Infinity stuff is intimidating in its scope. Yeah. Like, there's so much of it. I don't even know how the hell you could even begin to want to collect that. It's. There's so much of it now. It's actually off putting to me as a collector of stuff to try and get. It's just daunting. But uh, they did. They really cracked. They cracked the code on something. And I mean, people are still buying. Yeah. And, and so, um, so just, just so to clarify, the, the, apparently the shtick was supercharged. Is that um, you combine characters with vehicles to supercharge the vehicles? Is is the idea there? And um, it's uh, I had forgotten about this until I'm looking over the Skylanders website right now. The the other big notable thing here is that it's it's not common for Nintendo to uh, allow other parties to use their their characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the Skylanders superchargers on the Wii U, you can have Donkey Kong in 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 this game which is which is something you don't see they also did a version of bowser as well right yes that's true that's right that's uh, right yeah whoa no but people don't understand people don't realize either that figure will go across all the platforms yes yes so you can have donkey kong on your xbox yep and then i believe it can also i think it does double duty as an amiibo also right if i remember from the announcement yeah there's a it's uh you can click there's a shield on the bottom you can click it over and it becomes so like switches the the sensor or whatever it is between the games but yeah which is pretty neat actually yeah yeah i believe it i believe the donkey kong and bowser figures uh they they they're like they're packaged and they're marketed for the wii u but yes absolutely you'll be able to use it on any mm -hmm. system those two figures are billed as skylanders figures they're Mm -hmm. in the style of Skylanders figures, mm-hmm. but can be used as Amiibo as well. Yeah, so, I'm I mean, gonna, those are almost worth picking up. If I'm going to sort those two out just to on. have them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are neat. Uh, it's also worth not- noting that um, that uh, Superchargers is going to be coming to, um, along with the iOS devices I already mentioned, that they're going to be on the Apple TV as well. Wow. Um, which makes perfect sense. So, they are, they are um, really getting some range out there on those. Yeah, I mean, uh, that that's you know that in and of itself probably attributes a lot to their success, is the fact that you can play this game on any platform well, makes it extremely accessible to anybody. And really. the crazy thing, too, is it, it's completely all the figures. Like, it's not that... And I think the huge part of their success is you buy a figure, like I said, it can you, anywhere there's a portal, doesn't matter what platform, you can use it, right? For, like, the iOS and stuff like that, and the Android, the tablet versions, mm-hmm. there's a, there comes a little, uh, little like, player's... Or a little uh, uh, trading card, right? Sure. There's a code that you can type into your into the app and you have it, it there as well yeah, yeah so it's you buy one and you get it everywhere you don't have to buy seven spyros for seven different games you buy a spyro for the world i mean there is some value in that i can understand why people yeah. would, would buy them and use them especially for kids that way yeah of course i mean the thing with those figures is they're not really 
it's weird because they're toys, but they're not. Their arms don't really move. They're no, there's no they're figurines. Like, they're yeah. Figure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so. the, the the trap team ones you can rip rip them in half. Oh well, that's the, kind of the, fucked the, up. The, the swap the swap ones. You're yeah, thinking of right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, There's too many skyliners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the 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 swap ones they actually rip at the torso. Is it trap can... force? Hmm? Is that what you call it? Trap force. Trap force is the one with the traps. Swap force is the one with the. Uh, you're, these names are starting to confuse the shit out of yeah. me. I keep waiting for them to announce Skylanders Torque Team. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's horrible. Yeah, um, well, now out. they're getting cars, so yeah, now we'll, yeah. I mean, Skylanders cart uh, race is right around the corner. Actually, they probably wouldn't be outside of their uh, their comfort zone to do that. Probably make a mint. Yeah, as long as it was a good cart racer. But I mean, this is this company, uh, Toys for Bob, having primarily because I guarantee you, anybody who associates Skylanders before we talked about it on the show, most of you probably have no fucking idea what the name of the developers for Skylanders were. Just the publisher was Activision. If know, that, toys for Bob. It was it was Skylanders. That's the end of it. <laughs> fine, fine example of a company that can produce a single thing and just ride it all the way to the bank. <laughs> yep. And um, of course, the reason why we're we're covering this is because uh, Superchargers came out on the day of recording today, on September twentieth. And um, so you can get your vehicles on and know the history behind them. That's true. And um, apparently uh, Superchargers is getting great reviews. I'm looking at an article on Forbes.com and they named Superchargers the best Skylanders game yet. So, I mean, like it's 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 not it's not even that Toys for Bob is just pumping these things out just to make money. I mean, they're they're clearly continually improving them and innovating on them, which for something that's now in its fifth iteration, I think is just really damn impressive. That's great. Yeah. As a player. And I beat the first one. I have like I said, I, I got in at the, at the ground floor. Because I was like, toys? Game? What? I, even if this sucks, it's going to go next to my virtual boy as I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, let's let's do this. Let's get into this. You know, before, if it, if it takes off, it's going to get crazy, right? Which, obviously, it has. Um, I highly suggest both of you play an iteration. Oh, right on. And, uh, uh, and I, will, I will loan my copy and bucket of goo <laughs> to you guys. You can keep your bucket of goo. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Jesus. I, I, suddenly, I, I, I'm just not sure we're talking about the same thing anymore. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the aspects of Forbes Touts is making this game the best so far is um, apparently vehicles change up gameplay in, uh, like significantly. Um, well, I can imagine because you so, walked before. Well, yeah, um, the the fact that it's the best looking is not at all surprising. But uh, this is something I did not know. Apparently, online play is a thing now. Um, this is something That's that good. had been uh, wanted in all of the previous iterations, which is never added. And so, um, I might have to jump back in. That's uh, especially with the racing aspect. I'm yes. sure you'll be interested. Yes. Between this um, and Lego Dimensions, yeah. Well, uh, oof. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, the thing that really like the, for the the kids, it's the toys and all that stuff. But for the adults and us, if you were a Gauntlet fan. Play Skylanders, because it's similar style. Of play. It's the same style. It's oh, over okay. the top, kind of hack and slash. Yeah, you go over the top, walking around. You open areas. Yeah, it's it, it's identical. <laughs> you I need certain it. things to open open certain rooms to do your thing. You're collecting three things every time. It's it's the new gauntlet. Yeah, it'll suck you in. <laughs> Um, so that uh, that basically covers it. That's um that's that's our coverage of Toys for Bob, um, a little company that that really stumbled into greatness. Um, so congratulations, Toys for Bob, on uh, releasing Skylander Superchargers today. Uh, now available on pretty much everything. Um, and so uh, having uh, you know, now that we've talked about that and we've talked about basically the uh, the the creators of the toys. 
of the the toys that interact with game genre, I guess you could basically say. It's kind of a genre. Yeah. Uh, we asked the listeners what you guys would like to see um, in terms of other similar companies. Uh, if, if, uh, if, you, if you could imagine a, a company doing the same basic idea and putting out a toy with game and tie-in product, uh, we asked the listeners you what you would like to see, and so your answers are up next. All right, so uh, in response to our mailbag request this week, I had a couple of people uh, chime in on what we had to say. Uh, Logan Wilson said, I'm most likely going to buy Lego Dimension. I love the Lego games. And uh, Chris Chambra also said that he would like to see Resident Evil interactive toys. Huh. Just blue goat's mind. You should have seen his face. Trying to figure out how that would work. (laughs) Well, obviously, obviously it'd have a virus in it. Oh, Uh, well, that that seems... seems Really kind of unsafe. Oh my god! Knowing Resident Evil, you'd have to buy the the friggin the the typewriter tapes, and they would only be one time use. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yes. that sounds horrible. That sounds very Capcom. Uh, uh, no, thank you. No, I'm. You know what? I, I guess the closest thing I can think of to interactive toys is. Uh, I mean, you couldn't really find a way to do those with like Skylander portals, could you? Where you just like you know drop drop Claire Redfield into the game or Chris Redfield into the game. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that would work. Yeah. Uh, interesting idea, though. Um, Carlton uh, writes in and uh, with his very logical and thought out response says, Call of Duty brand assault rifles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <what>? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't oh, be shocked okay. if those are already a thing. Goats on board. Uh, Danny Meckler says, none. Know how people bitch about DLC being included on the disc? Get what? You just bought physical DLC. Um, yes. But that's not the question, Danny. Uh, yeah, well, I, your your, um, your your dislike has been so noted. Uh, Ray Thompson says GI Joe would have an awesome MMO if they would use all their old characters. Plus, if you could be bad guys, even more characters. That's a lot of characters. <laughs> yeah, the GI Joe pantheon. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Oh my god, I like. I think all the Skylanders would not even come close to. Uh, season of G.I. Joe. <laughs> really, any of the established, like, popular toy lines have enough, like, history and, and characters, good and bad, that you could, if you could find a way to turn those into figures you could drop into a game, anybody yeah. could really do this, I suppose. Yeah. And each of their respective markets would probably have a an audience built in. I'm honestly shocked that Final Fantasy hasn't uh, done it, so we get to buy them each... Uh each anniversary for a brand new fourteen ninety nine. Do not oh, give them any ideas. God. <laughs> that sounds awful. Brian Lesser comments and says, How about Atlas? If there's anything they know, it's milking their franchises dry. Think about all the Persona 4 media they released after the initial game that nobody asked for. A fighting game, the sequel to the fighting game, a dancing game, a crossover game with the cast of Persona 3 for some reason, and a re-release for a platform that nobody cares about it. You guessed the Vita. Uh, granted, yeah, there are actual yeah. figurines you can spend $50 or more on, but they can but, but can they interact with a standalone game that's set in the Persona universe? Absolutely not, so why not make more <laughs> figurines that offer that kind of functionality these are persona and anime fans we're talking about they'll just eat up anything with persona in the name um yeah i'm kind of surprised that hasn't happened actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah those guys will buy it. anything yep and uh so in addition we have some more responses uh as soon as i find them uh so so uh cal davis says a uh, funko pop with all their licenses, just imagine the epic possibilities. That's like Lego levels of potential awesomeness right there. Mm. Oh, um, man. All fun. Mm, yeah, all yeah. popped out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That is true. I yeah. mean, God, there's a pop for every character on the planet. Now. Yeah, there really is. Two um, or three for some. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah, there's like five different Harley Quinns, I think. Yeah. Um, 
I think pretty much every Batman character has like five versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, actually, that's pure genius. I love that idea. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and, and the worlds would be so like, oh, God, like so acid washed. And I mean acid, <laughs> the drug washed. Yeah, yeah. Where you're just like, I don't know what's going on, but get yeah. through it. Uh, Dan Hawkey says, um, uh, just for Charlie, my little pony. <laughs> I just want to hear his reaction. <clears throat> That's my reaction to that very idea. I can't think of anything else that would have been more appropriate. That was the only response. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh-huh. Um, yes, uh, I've commented before that I don't understand how there isn't a proper, like, actual My Little Pony game out at this point because there are enough fans and bronies and whatever to. Uh, there's, there's a market there. Somebody needs to make it. You, you've got a valid point. They don't even have, like, a game. I mean, let they've, alone, they, like, they, they've got the world building. Uh, the no, no, like a proper tapped out. Console releases, though. A console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a proper counter yeah, PC no, nothing, game. Nothing. I don't even watch the show. I'm not even a fan of the show, and I I can see that there's a market there for yeah. that. I wonder if if it's just tied up in like licensing hell or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, they've they announced the movie that they're working on, like the actual proper movie, not the Acrosero yeah. Girls movie that's coming out in like like two or three years. I mean, so they, they're mm. not afraid of announcing stuff way ahead of its release. Huh. There's, and there shouldn't um, be any red tape because Hasbro has its own gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Produ- or yeah. name. Weird, man. Yeah. One, no, one slap, the and then you slap the ponies on there. You could have the brushables and non-brushable. Like you could just <laughs> pump plastic over that thing. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I don't understand why this doesn't exist. There, there are, there are countless fan games out there, including um, uh, a studio. So, so at some point, somebody came up with the bright idea, and I don't say that sarcastically, to mash up uh, My Little Pony and Fallout. And so there is there is a series of radio dramas and comics and fanfics and everything what? in Fallout Equestria. Like it's, it's a whole thing. There, there's um, of course the main pony is Little Pip. Um, uh, yeah, Pip Boy, and um, yes, yes. and so uh, yeah, there, there's this, there's this whole thing, and so there are there is an independent studio now that is working on a Fallout Equestria game because of course they are. Goat looks um, really really uncomfortable. Goat, you okay over there? That is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> um, absolutely nothing. Thank you very much. I, why would you take happy, fun, Skippy ponies? And put them in a place where you can blow up a town with uh, a bomb. Dichotomy. Oh. Getting into some real social experimentation <laughs> here. There you go. And uh, Michelle Faber Worthley, my wife is currently mad at me for a video I just posted on Facebook. Um, uh, responds that she says, agree with MLP. The MLP mobile game was fun. Um, Transformers would be cool. The toys could have dual interaction capabilities on what form it's in. So if you want to transform your toy, you actually have to pick it up and transform it. That is it almost a no-brainer. She yeah. is right about yeah. that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, obviously, I would love a Stella Pop game with interactive toys. Of course you do. <laughs> um, but I think Marvel would be the best. With all the superhero hype right now, it would sell itself, and the fan base would go nuts for the collectibles. Uh, plus, the Marvel game Charlie and I played uh, together a while back was so much fun. We're talking about uh, uh, Marvel um, Alliance, I think it was? What was it? Um, uh, the name is escaping right now. Um, Marvel... Uh, it was like a three-quarters view, kind of gauntlet-esque, because we mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I forget what the actual name of it was. but um, um, uh, They could even tie storylines in with the movies and TV show to make more people buy into it, just to just to finish the plot they're, they're already into. Uh, man, I'm a marketing genius, and um, I don't disagree <laughs> with her. 
I hate to pop her bubble. In Stella Wiles, Disney Infinity already has Marvel for characters out. Yeah, and I did point that out to her. Um, but, <laughs> and they um, tie in a little but bit. She was thinking more story based. Um, yeah, she, but they're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna di- dissect do, them from Disney Infinity. Right. To no, I know. Go on their own way. I, I, I know. I know. Yeah, we, we we talked after I read this comment. We talked a little bit about it's it. It's a beautiful just idea. Yeah, and um, just uh, yeah. So what was she was envisioning was something that's less. Just like kind of like build hodgepodge, and, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. like Disney Infinity, it's it it has a, kind of a story, but yeah, I mean, like not really. It's hodgepodge. Yeah, it's it's more just like a sandbox, really. Yeah, and like she wants a dedicated title, like really just yeah, dedicated yeah. that would tie in with the storylines mm-hmm. and everything and fit into the in, into the Marvel Unified Universe or whatever mm-hmm. they call it. Um, which great idea, but yes, unfortunately, the you know Disney Infinities I think has um has uh, killed that particular hope, but um. Other than that, great suggestions all around. Yeah. Um, and uh, those are all the mailbag responses we had this week. Our email is a barren wasteland. Uh, makes me sad. Um, but that's okay. Um, those are very good responses, guys. So thank you very much. Um, uh, some of them, I think, were really quite excellent, really. Um, mm-hmm. the, between the, Especially the Funko Pop and the Transformers. Um, yeah, yes, yeah. please, now. Um, what do we think of this? You guys got any idea? Um, well, clearly, I agree with My Little Pony. Um, yes. um, aside from that, if I had to pick something else that, that to go with... Um, Ah, uh, I can't really think of any other like collectibles that um I, th- I think I think all the high points got hit here. I think uh all the all the obvious ones got uh, got nailed by our listeners. Look, to be look honest. now now I mean really the only other thing is, is now that Disney owns Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Think about the the gargantuan history of action figures in in the collectible world of Star Wars. Oh yeah, if you were to take Star Wars collectibles and make a game where like if something like Battlefront, like you buy you know um you buy a, a Hoth like Snowtrooper, mm-hmm. and with that figure comes a pre-built loadout. You drop it on the receiver, and your pre-built gun loadout and, you know, whatever armor and, and kits you want, your whole kit is comes with that figure, and you can customize it later if you want, but there's a built kit specific to that, that specific action figure. You drop it in there. I think that would be pretty cool for a game like Battlefront. Um, That's a horrible and a great idea at the same time. Yeah, it is. Um... And it's Star Wars, so they already bought them. Yeah. Like, two yeah. or three times, just so they can have one in a package, one out of the package, and one they actually use. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, yeah, Go, do you have any ideas? Uh, I want a proper Pokemon. They tried that little... Oh, the the, the, the one on the 3DS? Yeah, that little... Uh, they, yeah. They, they tried, but I want, like, I want more like a Skylanders proper yeah. Pokemon. Um, yeah, that, that that actually, that also makes perfect sense. But that's 700 figures. I... <laughs> yeah, I don't see them doing the whole line. Um, they I better. see them doing. Uh, oh, all right, never mind. <laughs> They're gonna I, do they... something. It's worth doing right. Okay, all right, noted. Well, um, uh, I was actually gonna ask you what you think of a, a Mass Effect. Um, uh, well, maybe. I mean, like, there's definitely enough races and enough characters there to uh, to play around with. Uh, I'm not sure that there's enough interest in in buying collectibles of all those races and characters like there is with other properties but sure, it's, sure. it's definitely an idea yeah, I, I um, see people with n7 tattoos so i figure there's some sort of fan base there oh there there is um <laughs> just not a massive one. yeah not, mm. not on the scale of these other things yeah um i mean lego i think was like the, the last big obvious one that 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 uh and they've answered your request exactly um <laughs> that i don't think anybody realized was missing until they announced lego dimensions yeah, you know what yeah, i mean it made it's perfect like, sense yeah. yeah it's like of course they are like i think everybody did the same thing we did where it was like Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, they can bring back connects. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, Build your Ferris wheel to go in the game. <laughs> Erector set the game. Oh, um, that seems dangerous in this damage. <laughs> it's metal. Kids can't have metal. Now. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't think of any other better ideas. Um, so MLP, you're just going to start... Since you're Vice Lord of the Ponies, you're just going to start making those emails Vice happen? Vice Lord of the Ponies. Can we please not use that title? Um, Sorry, Vice President? No, what are you? You're Vice something. Vice Chair. Chair, Chair that's it. I, I screw that up all the time. You're second in something. <laughs> Um, I, second pony? Can we work with second pony? I remember uh, second pony. Moving on. Um, I, I honestly think that Funko Pop is the best suggestion out of all of yeah, these. Yeah, probably um, so. You know, because they already have the license. They literally have a license for everything. I mean, like they're they're about the only way we could ever see like a DC and Marvel game in in one in in you know it comes to any kind of fruition. That's true. Um, yeah, no, that 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 would be great. But uh, but yeah. Uh, so thank you everybody for your responses. We appreciate you all. Um, uh, John, what do you have coming up in your near future? Um, Going to be doing a little bit more, um, a little bit more preparation for the record. We actually did a photo shoot this evening, um, just before recording, where we did like a it was it was a for shits and giggles photo shoot where we had a, a bunch of uh, photographers that wanted to shoot us in a uh, v- Victorian style, like what would the villains look like in in Victorian garb? So we actually dressed up in like what would Fallon, Flynn, Vex, and Mr. Agitator look like in Victorian fashion, which Mr. Agitator looks like that anyways. So <laughs> his was easy, but we had to kind of improvise my costume. And like Annalise had like the, you know, little pop parasol and, you know, the, the, the big, uh, you know, puffy butt thing, Victorian puffy butt skirt. <laughs> I think that's a technical nice. term. Um, uh, it is, yes. Like in our like costume colors and stuff. And I had like a white lab coat and like, you know, a, yeah, a red good. vest and like all these things. It was really kind of fun to do something different. Um, other than that, though, just hammering away at the record. My brother just wrote a brand new song that he had no intention of writing and or putting on the record. Um, it's probably going to delay the release of the album because he's starting to come up with some ideas for things he wants to add to the album and oh, it's really? going to, or maybe swap out for other songs on there that he, he likes these new ones better or, you know, he's, I think in the mindset of I'm going to write more and just keep writing until I don't have any more ideas or anything I want to include. And then I'll kind of sift through those and decide what I want to do with them from there. So that's all we're doing. It's just, you know, work on the record, you know, the same stuff I've been talking about for the last few months until it's done. It's just, that's going to be mostly what it is for now. Just, uh, I'm going to be selling some of my, um, you know, costume props for things that I don't wear or don't use anymore. I mean, items that I've actually worn on stage coming up soon. So uh, keep your ears peeled uh, for announcements either here on the show or on uh, Facebook coming up. I have a question. Um, these are things you've worn on stage. Um, yeah. Anybody with any kind of common sense understands that anybody on stage wearing that kind of material will, will sweat a decent oh, amount. Oh, yeah, no, it's no, kinda, here, it's yeah. Has it been cleaned? It's it's leather. Some of it's leather, uh-huh. and like you know, the back sides. I'm looking of it, the for you to say no. I'm looking for you to say no. No, because it's it's porous. It gets into the leather. I'm very excited to own some Fallon Flint, Fallon Flint sweat. I'm, I'm, I'm going to rub lie. it all over your face, man. That's, oh, it's the best um, things I've gotten all day. Ooh, at least you saved the resale value. It's true. That's it. <laughs> I mean, the, two the of these. I'm going to be selling. I'm going to be selling two of my masks. Are going to be the masks I wore in the Pink Elephants on Parade video, mm. and those are going to come with like. Our industrial music works, uh, you know, stamped logo and everything. Like we're going to be putting everything. Out. They're going to come with certificates of authenticity, um, awesome. you know, to show that these were the ones that were in the music video. So I'll be I'll be selling those and keep your ears out for that. Um, that's it, man. That's all I got going on, Mister Goatsworth. Uh, just working on the Phoenix album. That's about it. Just plugging, plugging, plugging away. Um, uh, news will be showing up soonish that's been 
uh, arose, but I can't quite divulge yet. Uh, but uh, that's about it. Charlie. Uh, ponies, ponies, ponies. Um, so the, um, the, the, the most uh, significant thing that's happened this last week um, is that uh, uh, Ponyville Cider Fest has announced the addition of Jen Blake, who is a, um, an artist with IDW Comics, and she, uh, she works on many properties, including the My Little Pony comics. And um, this is one of my favorite guest announcements that we've done so far, because um, normally what happens is, uh, you know, the, the, you know the, the, the VIPs or the guests, they provide their bio, they provide their headshot. And uh, what I like to do is um, I like to tease out the announcements. Like, um, I don't want to just like say, you know, just put it up and just say, hey, a guest announcement. Here's who's coming. Hooray. I like to engage the fans, engage, uh, you know, the, the guests and everything and try and get people guessing as to who it's going to be. And so the last several announcements that I've done, I've like teased it and like put out like trivia, like hint number one, hint number two. Too, you know, leading up to it. So this time around, um, Jen, being an artist, um, we got her to, uh, uh, which she had, uh, um, she had such a fun time doing. She told us after the fact to draw her own artwork for her own announcement. So she drew this fantastic picture of her OC. Um, so, so the uh, which OC means original character in the My Little Pony world. So the two mascots for My Little Pony are Barley Tender and Car- and Caramel Malt. They work in a in a cider bar called Trotters. And so this is artwork of Jen Blake's um, OC Safro. Um, I believe I said that right. Um, basically, drinking us out of cider, and um, <laughs> and uh, Caramel is saying to Barley in the artwork, um, "This is so on you." And <laughs> awesome. um, so based on this image, I created a narrative where um, where Barley, the owner of, of decided that he was going to try out a drink uh, all you can drink cider special for 10 bits because bits is the currency in in, in equestria sure course. sure and so uh of course this plan goes horribly wrong when this pony shows up and starts to drink all the cider and so <laughs> so basically uh barley and caramel um uh both played by me on twitter i'm, I'm not a pony in real life i just play one online um uh, basically, like told the story of this this pony that came in and started to drink us out of cider, and so through the conversation, like we dropped the fact that oh she was green, oh she has black hair, oh she has piercings, oh she's an artist, and like so we dropped all these hints, and so people who were following the conversation, like we didn't you know we didn't make it apparent ahead of time at all that this was going to be like hinting into a guest announcement, so people were like oh wait oh oh my god they're they're teasing their next guest, and so it was, it was awesome. just it was, it was so much fun. So you got everybody engaged with exactly it. It awesome. exactly, and so this was Friday night, and then Saturday right after the new episode aired. Uh, when we posted the official announcement and Jen is super excited. Um, I haven't met her yet, but I know people who have met her talk about how cool she is. And she seems like a, just a really, just really fun, cool person to hang out with. So I'm really, really looking awesome. forward to meeting her. Uh, so it's going to be a really good time. That is awesome. When the internet works, right? Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Second that it's the, the one time for the year you've used up your, your good <laughs> yeah, internet for use for the year. But that's like the fifth time I've done that. So, <laughs> But the hacks. <laughs> the hacks. <laughs> it's CMLP community. Those guys, that they, they, they're awesome. I will give you guys that. You guys are like what the internet should be. Well, should be most a human of, should be most yeah. of the time. There yeah, are there I mean, are exceptions to every rule, and unfortunately, there are your goats and your pony herd. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well said. Um, yes. A, a goat and pony's clothing. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, so it's itchy. It's really itchy. Yeah. So uh, we we are we are not done announcing guests for Ciderfest. We we believe we will have one more coming up, which is one that we're looking forward to. Um, but even right now, um, our roster is just fantastic, and so I'm I cannot wait for November. We're just shy, I think, of sixty days away now. And um, which is uh, which saying that and just like the uh, the the mental realization of how much work I have to do between now and then is just it's uh, I'm panicking a little panicking a little bit right now <laughs> as I speak mild panic attack right now. So um, would you say you're in the orange like 
Titanic level. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I would say I would say I would say I'm in the marigold section of uh, <laughs> oh, oh, like heavy orange. <laughs> yeah. About ready to crest into red. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, a little bit there. Um, the good news is I have a fantastic staff. Um, everybody that I'm working with so far has been uh, super super helpful, super responsive. My artists and my social media people are are, are great. I, I could not ask for better. So um, yeah, really 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 great all around. Um, so yeah, um, so, uh, once again, if you're at all interested in anything I just said, um, if you're still listening, uh, PonyvilleCiderFest.com, follow Pony Cider Fest on Twitter, and also Barley PCF and Carmel PCF, our two uh, mascot accounts, uh, because if you really want to stay up on the news, um, you can find it out from the mascots, almost always, even just in hint form before the main accounts, uh, share it out. For my beer of the week, uh, another fine ale that uh, all three of us were were, uh, were enjoying tonight, Rogue Dead Guy Ale, uh, Rogue Brewery from Oregon. Um, it's uh, if if um, apparently a world market is doing a Halloween series of beers, basically is what it is. And if you go there, if you're lucky enough, you can find a growler um, adorned with the with the normal Rogue um, uh, with the normal Dead Guy bottle work, but on growler form with glow in the dark ink, no less filled with as you would imagine rogue dead guy ale um for 15 dollars, which is kind of amazing and ridiculous yeah yeah and, and we um, got to see the glowing firsthand and it was beautiful indeed indeed and um so this is just um uh your, your typical um you know just uh just a good it's it's like somewhere between like a like a like a red strong ale i kind of sort of uh it's malty but it's um it's got a good good flavor good body i mean rogue makes good beers you know they they mm. don't really make anything that i've that i've disliked really um so yeah uh if you can find one of those growlers it's Especially being this time of the year, I mean, fifteen bucks for a filled growler with with custom glow in the dark artwork uh, from Rogue. I mean, that's that's a no brainer. Uh, so yeah, Rogue Dead Guy Ale, especially in growler form from World Market. Good job, guys. Um, so yeah, and so for next week's topic, um, what uh, what we thought we would ask is um, uh, if you liked our feature today about um, basically taking a video game company and talking about them and featuring them and profiling them uh what other game companies would you like to see us focus on um and also what uh if you'd like to for us to do anything more with the feature than we were able to do this time i mean you know we we wanted to start uh we wanted to start from a reserved stance and just do some you know somebody that didn't have like the 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 catalog of ea for example and um you know just uh you know baby steps Start yeah. small. Start yeah, small. Yeah, yeah. Um, baby steps, as uh, as as Bob would say. Um, but that's uh, so a what? That's a what about Bob reference that nobody's going to get. I got it. Um, okay, thank you. I got it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, <clears throat> but uh, but yeah. So uh, one, what would you what would you what, what would you have us change about our feature format? Just talking about the company. And two, what companies would you like us to talk about? There are the obvious big ones like EA, Activision, whatever that are you know that, that I'm sure we'll get to eventually. But uh, what are some smaller ones that maybe that uh, you'd like us to spend some time? And focus on and uh, you think are worth other people maybe knowing about and so that's our question to you for next week and so with that being said thank you very much for listening uh if you like what you've heard you can find us at gamerheadradio.com at facebook.com backslash gamerheadradio at google.com backslash plus gamerheadradio and on twitter at gamerheadradio where i'm at tek charlie john is at the fallon flynn and goat is at sir goatsworth uh please call in and leave us a voicemail at 94926gamer or you can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com please download the official gamerhead radio app on android from google play or you can subscribe on itunes tune in uh, radio stitcher radio youtube twitch or with your podcast downloader of choice again thank you very much for listening this has been yet another episode of gamerhead radio
Oh, you missed a great Periscope. From what I've seen, it was amazing. It was white suburbia at its best. I love you, Charlie, <laughs> but there's things you shouldn't do. <laughs> hey, I was successful in the long run. I, I, just, shouldn't, uh... I shouldn't be dicking around with a, a BIOS, and you shouldn't be dicking around with the car. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was just, like he was doing great, and it was just like fumbling here, ah, yeah. And I'm like, why? why who? Did, straight on, straight I mean, on. He's, was, like, he's like to the side, look like coming at the car from the headlights to put brakes on. I'm like, no. I mean, you can do it that way. That's an option. <laughs> Listen, I, I I make no claim that it was graceful. Um, okay, I just um, what, what matters is at the end of the day, um, I drove my car around the block and it stopped without going. <laughs> so or, success. Or killing you. So yes. you know. I think we should Good. just stop animating it and speed it up and put the Benny Hill thing behind it. A little yakety sax uh, never uh, makes everything <laughs> yeah, better. Yeah, it does. 